Welcome to the Strip Tease Podcast, the podcast where we tease comic strips. I'm L Dog. And I'm the Corn Dog. And that's the end of the intro. <laughs> that's right. I wanted to say corn log this time. I kind of want, I'm kind of envious of you being a log and me being a dog. Well, I've been thinking maybe we should start a band because you're, in, you know, some instruments, right? I do. And you said I can sing. I'm just going to blame it on you if i can't sing and you, you judged can. wrong <laughs> <laughs> yeah okay we should call that corn log corn log actually that's the worst name <laughs> band ever yeah. although there is a band called diarrhea planet which is pretty good that's cool <laughs> yeah that's so dumb it's cool corn logs also i guess kind of dumb and cool um let's i like corn dog in the log Corn dog on the log. Not that I should get first billing since you're our lead singer, evidently. I don't mean to steal your thunder like that. No, I mean, it's not a, it's like a tenacious D thing. You know, we're equal. I am the star, but it's like, no. Thank you. Yeah, I understand. You would be the star. <laughs> no. You are a star. You are a star. Logan? No, I'm uncomfortable now. I'm sorry. Because I'm not a star. What? Don't you dare fucking say that ever again. I'm an extra, literally. <laughs> like That's how I make a living, being in the background. Yeah, because you're such a star that if they put you in front of the camera, it would be you'd steal everyone's thunder. That's what I think. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No one seems to agree. Well, you're a star of this podcast. The striptease community uh, emphatically agrees. Heart, your idea, by the way, the whole podcast. That's right. Um, have, do you ever go on auditions or have you for acting? Yeah. Oh, you have? Yeah. Do you have an agent? No. Oh. All solo. I hustle. I get it out the mud, as they say. Are you a pretty good auditioner, you think? Or Well, I haven't have booked a, much, any... so oh. I guess no. I've booked like internet stuff and shorts and stuff, but... Um, That's I, all there is these days. Yeah, I I would I would guess no. That's all there is. There's no nothing else is in production ever anymore. <laughs> it seems that way. Yeah. Even like I I really follow Disney behind the scenes, so maybe this everyone doesn't know this, but it's like uh they're the ones producing all the movies and they're all losing money. <laughs> Everything they put out yeah. loses a little bit more money. Like they're just running out of cash slowly. Yeah, I can't believe it. Little... I'm sure that's not every movie studio, but it's just it reinforces in my mind like, oh yeah, everything's on the internet now. You know? Is Guard Guardians that couldn't have lost money? Guardians of the Galaxy? I don't know, but it looks like the Little Mermaid is likely to lose a little bit of money and it looks like I guess yeah, they're all upcoming. I think they've lost well, they lost money on that Toy Story spin-off. That I forgot the name of. See, yeah, we can't even remember. <laughs> uh, what are you? Lightyear lost money. Oh. So that one lost money. Oh, sorry. Uh, Little Mermaid is likely to lose money just because lose money just because it was so expensive to make. It's actually making decent money, but it's like it was almost three hundred dollars to make. Three hundred million. Uh huh. Plus marketing, I don't know, but anyway. Uh, and then Elements, to me, looks terrible, and it's projected to do terribly. And Indiana Jones, to me, looks terrible. Also looks terrible, yeah. And Disney Plus is losing a bunch of uh, subscribers. I guess that's separate from what we're talking about with the internet thing, but right. Disney is, like, flailing. It's crazy. Yeah, it needs to go back to straight, white, cis men. No, that, yeah, I mean, I know you're... This is so meta that I'm even confused what I'm arguing, but no, that's not the problem. The, the 
girls, the little girls who are watching the preview in their dresses and crying because it's like, oh my God, she looks like me. That was very heartwarming. Doesn't mean I want to see a movie that looks like shit, but it was heartwarming, you know? Right. Um, but then you explain to them why it's bad, right? And then I explain to them <laughs> why it's weird. No, that, honey, she's not black. This is a fake movie. No. <laughs> no, it's a yes. The she real is. one's white. She is black, but the problem is, is that by making her black, Disney's calling me a bigot. <laughs> right. And so why are they making, why are they attacking my rights as a man who's white by changing a character I didn't care about in the first place and making it not white anymore? It messes me up. So I think to get back at Disney, the only way to make this fair is we need an all-white remake of Princess and the Frog. <laughs> we give we give the black community one, we take one too, you know? It's an even trade. What do you think? Why haven't they made Princess and the Frog? Um, I mean, I live action. Because the animated version probably didn't do very well, and the it's a pretty oh, you're it's probably right pretty good movie. I think it would actually probably uh, be the easiest to make, isn't it? Yeah, Taking place in lo- like recent times. Yeah, as opposed to <laughs> a little in the past, but like yeah, yeah, yeah. In New Orleans, I think it would have been. I think it would have been great, but um, yeah, and make them everyone gay and trans, right? <laughs> <laughs> Who well fucking... the frog is trans. He's trapped <laughs> in the wrong body. <laughs> That's true, but the frog couldn't get um species affirming care until he got a kiss, which she should probably go to jail for giving the frog species affirming care by making him into a prince. Yeah. Okay. Good. We figured it out. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say because the frog was underage or something. I was just no, because you shouldn't give someone species affirming care just because it's a, a prince trapped in a frog's body. So he says, "What about what are those frogs? What does that frog's parents think?" You know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and what are they teaching these frogs in school anyway? They need to get rid of these books that are convincing this frog. That it's uh, maybe not a frog and maybe he wasn't a frog, even though that's how God borned him. <laughs> All right. I'm done with my political rant. You're about to go start browsing on your phone. <laughs> yeah, because I, <laughs> I don't know. I hear about these book banning things and I don't know much. I don't know yeah. anything, but I, I was like, should I ask him? But then that, that's going to be the whole rest of the podcast. It's like, I don't know. <laughs> I can't form an opinion. I have no idea. What I have that no horrible. The books they want to ban are like sexual education books, which, you know, talk about like. But only banning in school libraries, right? Not like. Right. You can't ban. <laughs> right. Anywhere. But like the people who are at the forefront of trying to ban those are the ones are those kids are the ones who need those types of books the most because their parents aren't going to talk to them about anything. And they're going to be clueless in terms of menstrual cycles or. Um, clitorises and buttholes. Yeah, I don't want. The I don't know if I want to get into the week because because that can't be. That sounds so crazy to me. Did it? Yeah, I thought it was about trans stuff. So it's even. No, it's worse. Crazier than I thought. Not that I mean that's bad too. Yes. Yeah. 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 It is even worse than that. It's like more, I mean trans rights. Obviously, I that's was told bad. I was given a very, very basic birds and bees talk by my dad if i didn't have sex education i would know almost nothing right right be like well that doesn't look like a bird or a bee down there <laughs> yeah what's good <laughs> uh and why does it feel so good to jack this bird off <laughs> anyway back to the little mermaid and why it's problematic no i'm done with that i promise i promise i promise it's good who cares? You saw it? No, I oh. didn't see it. I didn't see it. It's nice to give. Does your people... daughter want to see it? Mm, yeah, yeah, 
Yeah, I think she'd see it. She'd be into it. Um, but not begging. Not begging. No, she really wanted to see Guardians of the Galaxy. We saw that yesterday. I heard that's good. Off but the sad. hook. Off the hook. Yep. Both cried. Me, her, and my girlfriend all cried in the theater. <laughs> um, and that was before the movie even started. Uh-oh. <laughs> Trouble at home. Trouble in paradise. Um, uh, we spilled our milk duds. <laughs> I was going to say, you ate all your candy before the movie started. <laughs> uh, no, uh, that was good. She And then she wanted to see Fast X. <laughs> which we regret, which we did. I was very begrudging about it because I hate the Fast movies, really? the Fast and Furious franchise. Yeah, you would like it. I love big, dumb, stupid action movies. They're one of my favorite genres of all films. Yeah, the Fast and Furious movies make insane. Stupid action, which seems so crazy and so exciting and so fun. They make it so fucking boring. I cannot stand it. They're two and a half hour movies. And it's just like long talk, long talk, long talk. You just want to fall asleep in between. Then the action sequences are just like one drawn out thing that go on for like 45 minutes. Like in Fast X, there's this big ball rolling down a hill and he's trying to outrace it and stop it. It's a big bomb. And he's just chasing this bomb for like 30 minutes down a hill. It's like, I get it already. Stop it. Just stop it or blow it up, but fucking move on. This is boring. You know? Meanwhile, you got films like Triple X, all three of them, fantastic films. Fun, stupid, but fun. You know? See those. There's good pl- to know though. Yeah, I I so I didn't like it. Saw it with my daughter. She also found it boring. So I was very I felt very um v- v- I felt I felt righteous in my hate. Good. I isn't that did did you feel proud when she didn't like it too? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I went I took my ex-girlfriend's and her son to a movie. Have you ever seen planes with your daughter? Mm-mm. So there's but Pixar cars right. and then cars too. And then planes came out. I think it was just called planes. Yeah. And uh, it's Pixar. Let's go see it. We went and saw it. And like halfway through the movie, like I think me and, Oh, should I say her name? Uh, whatever. <laughs> me and my, my ex were just like kind of whispering to each other. Like, Oh my God. God, this is take this just goes because it they're on a world all the planes are racing around the world or something. See, I okay. can barely remember. Yeah. But it's a long race. Yeah. And so you're just watching planes fly for like two hours and it's like, okay, now there, there's a cloud. And in the middle of that, uh no, the little cloud. one goes, Can we go? This movie's not good. And I was like, You rock, kid. Wow, that is great. <laughs> and he had never done that ever i mean tv to a little kid like that like a three right. or four year old right tv or movies like nothing could be boring but that one and it was a cartoon so proud though <laughs> i was like that is a taste. proud that is a proud dad moment <laughs> you were distracted by this oh, stupid boy. yeah <laughs> yes i was like a yes. stepdad at that time yeah I guess. yeah no that's great um so but because little mermaid is currently out there stinking up the box office um, which, whatever. It's not doing that bad, but it has to make eight hundred million in order to make any profit. But by people's Jesus estimates, Christ. yeah. So it's like even if it does, like eight hundred million is r- good for most movies, right? <laughs> but for that one, it's like, oh, good, we almost broke even. Great. I wonder how it's gonna play internationally. That's like where. It, That's where it's hurting. Really? Yeah, it's doing strong. Relatively in the United States, but it's like dead overseas, especially in China. Well, China. And China released a statement about race swapping. Wow. Like they're annoyed See, by that it. That makes sense. <laughs> that makes sense. Yep. Well, Disney, you're fucking with the money. You can't mess with the Chinese. China owns us. It's what Disney deserves. I mean, you kiss yeah. up to a regime like that. <laughs> I mean, of course, they're going to turn on you, idiot. Right. You know, right. <laughs> they right. have too much power to just never turn on you. 
What if they redid Little Mermaid and made her Chinese? Then they would be thanking the uh, death camp <laughs> people yeah. for letting them film in China, right. which is what they did to uh, Mulan. Mulan. That's right. That's right. They're not death camps. I don't know. There's some sort they of concentration. They probably camp. are. Yeah, they're not good. They're it's camps. Not good for the wider. <laughs> they're at least concentration there. camps. I don't know if they're yeah. killing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, anyway, back to Little Mermaid and all politics aside, Logan mm-hmm. made me think: What would if you were a merman? What? <laughs> that color? was a lot of dead air. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's as far as I had figured it out in my head. Now I need to come up with a question. I want to play. What would your ideal apartment be? <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> All right. First off, what color is your tail? I can choose. Yeah. Purple, probably. Or uh, plum. Ooh. Goes with my skin. It does? I think so. They used to sell these plum colored uh, tails t-shirts at Old Navy. They don't sell them anymore, but it looked really good on me. Oh, bummer. They'd kind of make fun of me at the art shop, but they're just jealous. Do they call you Professor Plum? <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> no, I don't know. I thought it looked good, but it's a little odd. A little bit of a weird color plum? that stands out. That's cool. I, I like it, yeah. And the tail, perfect. Yeah, that sounds that sounds cool. What would yours be? Um, I'm going with uh hot pink and the in the front and brown in the back, so I never got a wipe. <laughs> Two tone, nice. <laughs> okay, and um let's see, you can have Two friends like Sebastian and the whatever the I think flounder. your butt's in the front. If you're mermaid, because <laughs> fish, true? fish's butt isn't on their back uh, behind their well, tail. They're kind of like, although mer people aren't really fit. They have like the yeah, their fins go right. up and down like a mammal too. So right, maybe I'm wrong. Right. So I guess it maybe it would be on the side then. It would still be on the bottom on a whale. I think. Oh, right, on a whale, right. Yeah, of course. They're not going to poop shit out up top. So you're going to have a brown back and a hot pink front <laughs> with, like, brown Well, it'll match. Stains. It'll look kind of cool. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> also, fish aren't known for having shit stains on them. I think they're in the water. It's a good way to stand out. That's a good choice, Cordo. You're swimming in a constant bidet. Kind of sounds like a dream, actually. I think I just sold myself on becoming a mermaid. <laughs> I love a bidet. How are you going to go about becoming a mermaid? Genetic surgery. Mermaid affirming care. Oh, the normal way. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Uh, you get two friends, uh, like a flounder and a Sebastian, but any type of sea creature oh man i think seahorses are so cool looking but like i told you in a past episode they're so uh finicky like they have to const stuff has to constantly fall in front of their face for them to survive yes Hmm. so annoying as a friend and not very helpful yeah so maybe not a seahorse oh darn it well i'll do a little nemo guy little clownfish yeah cute yeah even the real ones are cute. I don't know what they did to Flounder in that movie. But anyway, <laughs> he's just like a bass or something. <laughs> hmm. Manta Ray. Yeah, Manta Ray. Ooh, Manta Ray. You got one tiny friend and one big ass friend. Or a ray that's okay. like, like that big. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> Not one of the, Manta Rays are like huge, right. right? Okay. Wow, that's cool. By the way, I think I'd want to be... If I'm, I want to not, I want to be more like uh, Ursula in the fact that she has like tentacles instead of a tail. I think that would be a lot cooler. Oh, that's true. And she's got a cool spot too in the cartoon. A cool spot. You mean like in the middle where her, well, all her, all the dying souls. Oh yeah. (laughs) I mean, I didn't mean that, but I remember that after I said that, but like, yeah, like when you go into her place, it's like she sleeps inside of this cool, like conch shell. 
Yeah, that's right. And that is kind of she does kind of have a yard of plants that scream at you. That's kind of cool. <laughs> <laughs> scare like robbers away and stuff. Well, yeah, scare everybody away. It's constantly screaming. Um, yeah, but I don't. I don't think I want octopus tentacles. I want like a, a giant squid tentacles. That would be cool. It'd be like uh, the longest, sexiest tentacles in the sea. It might get unwieldy. I'm okay with that. All right. I'm an unwieldy guy. I don't need to wield shit. You know, each tentacle in an octopus's <laughs> body uh, has its own brain. Whoa, cool. Pretty crazy, huh? That's cool. Then you can like be thinking about other stuff while your tentacles are doing stuff. Unless my tentacles are like, mm, actually, we're not going to play PlayStation today. Then I'd be like, well, this sucks. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we're going to go outside for a walk. <laughs> God damn it. Maybe if I could like do virtual reality while my tentacles take care of being in shape and stuff, that would be cool. But then my top half with the arms would probably be really flabby and <laughs> buff yeah. tentacles. I mean, I think it's more of a thing where you still control them, but if someone pokes one of your tentacles, you don't have to think about it. It like reacts. Aha. Uh-huh. So how did Ariel's dad, who I assume is black in the movie too. That no, it's cool. Javier Bardem. It's weird. Oh, that's what you were talking about? It really is him. I thought you were talking about Aladdin then. And all of her sisters are different races from different parts of the world. (laughs) Wow. Cool. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, it's... Why not? Well, because think about what you're writing. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) They're made up. Make them everything. Who cares? Well, that's the attitude they took. <laughs> their tails can be different color. Why can't their skin? Um, well, why can't it be a society and the one family is like a family? Well, whatever. You're right. I mean, it is all so far make-believe. Right. It doesn't matter, but it is nice to... I mean, ugh, I was about to bring up Star Wars, but now they're the same too. But like, I don't know. There's in a good... S- fantasy there's rules and uh things make sense <laughs> and the whole family would have the same color tails that would be cool that would make sense yeah no i get what you're saying a big a big mermaid um i uh society where there's like and they could be a black family right and they could have friends that are other races that are just in a different family you know right i mean these are obvious <laughs> i don't even feel like like why am i arguing for such a simple Right, concept. right. Yeah, and there could be like um, an opioid ed- epidemic amongst the mermaids. Maybe right. it's some sort of weird anemone that they're smoking or something like that. And and um, Oh, dude, an adult little mermaid would be pretty dope. Yeah, With dark. <laughs> With <tits. laughs> yeah, she would have to be topless, just like I imagine they always really are. <laughs> it's the only thing that would make sense. Well, they got, they have they're worried about their breasts being out. That's just an our society thing. Yeah, and it's and baloney. It sh- yeah, it shouldn't be free should the be, nipple. Yeah, it should be the other way around. I want to wear bras. Well, you can. Good point. And I am. <laughs> uh, all right, you want to do some facts? Yeah, let's do it. I brought my Ripley's Believe It or Not facts nice. again because I thought that was fun. It's good. Yeah, keep doing it. I, I should uh, come up with a segment, too, <laughs> since that's kind of yours. It's okay. So I got a text from someone that just says, sup. What do you think about that? Do I reply to that? Say doing sup. a podcast. Have I ever texted them before? No. Okay. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. So Give I've them your never... credit card number <laughs> before they even ask. <laughs> look i'm gonna save you some time here's my credit card number here's my social security do what you will i hope you get your bitcoin bank free dude yesterday i tried to order 12 candles because i love these little candles that i see at the dollar store but if they they're out of stock i don't know where else to get them i looked them up online 
bought a pack of 12, and when I checked out, it said, we'll contact you for payment. I thought, oh, that's weird. And then I got an email today saying, uh, we're a wholesaler. We sell to dollar stores, and uh, you'll have to either increase your cart to $750, or we're just not going to ship to you. (laughs) It's like, damn it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that sounds about right. So I've got a thousand candles on the way. <laughs> Great, we got merch. <laughs> you guys want to? If you guys want to support the podcast, please buy candles. You can only buy um, fifty at a, a time. It's the only way it makes sense for you to probably send them out. Yeah, they're twenty five dollars a candle. Um, hit them up. Okay, these are some good ones. All right, I'm gonna start with. Um, the least interesting one. Every Ripley's Ripley's Believe It or Not, if you don't know, I haven't listened in a while, is a comic strip. They do a comic strip in the paper, and it's three facts. So we're going to discuss each of these facts. So here's fact number one. Sugar was only available to the rich in the 18th century England, and it's said that some people would blacken their teeth with coal or other materials to appear wealthier. <laughs> Whoa. Like, yeah, look, my teeth is so fucked up too. I must be rich. Which now, you know, I don't know what you know about the British, Logan, but one generalization I've heard before, not saying it's right. They have perfect teeth. <laughs> they have perfect, perfect black teeth. <laughs> Do you think those two things are connected? Yeah, I guess so. No, probably not. I wonder if that's even Where does that stereotype come from? Who has who's a famous Brit with bad teeth? I don't even know. I think if you looked it up you would find quite a few. Name one. Marty Feldman? Oh, I don't know who that is. Igor from Young Frankenstein. Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, okay. Uh, I guess Ricky Gervais's teeth are kind of weird. They're not like yeah. crooked. No, but like it's like he was a... Uh, like half vampire or something. Right, exactly. <laughs> what other comedy um, icons can we take down? <laughs> yeah. No, and here's I my... hate Kevin Hart, who I used to work for. No. <laughs> <laughs> here's my problem with Fluffy. The, no, Fluffy's the new... <laughs> he's the new icon. He does nothing wrong except for make me laugh till i puke okay fact number two that's how he keeps the weight off go ahead (laughs) a species of carnivorous caterpillar convinces ants to bring it into their nest by inflating itself and mimicking the sound of an ant queen once inside the caterpillar feasts on ant larvae 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 ant larvae Larvae is plural. Ant larvae. And this is funny because it has the uh, caterpillar eating the ant larvae. I guess just eating one larva, but there's another larva around going nom, nom, nom. And one ant says to the other, the queen's been acting very sus lately. (laughs) (laughs) That is funny. Well, then why'd you fake laugh? Because that was a real laugh. I don't know. Oh, uh, Insects are so creepy, man. I'm so glad they're not our size. <laughs> I agree. Ugh. I agree. If you were the size of an insect, you would get torn to shreds in a second. Now, I guess not just you, anyone, but especially you. <laughs> just the idea that they're out there. Oof. Yeah, I know. I'm Take a big note. ant fan. I'm a big ant man. Wow. All right. All right. Well, here comes our final fact. Okay. We're almost done with this segment. God has been taking for fucking ever. <laughs> Please. Your segment. Kill me now. Okay. All right. This one's called What's That Smell? And this is a good one. I like this fact a lot. Okay. I'm ready. At the 1956 Olympic torch relay, Australian student Barry Larkin successfully pretended to be a torchbearer in front of a crowd of thousands and handed Sydney's mayor a fake torch made from a chair leg and flaming underwear. That rocks. How cool is that? That's pretty epic. 
Yeah, so let's give it up for... Uh, do you do jail time for something like that, I wonder? Uh, probably. Barry Larkin, 1956. We salute you. You're our hero. We honor you. You're a true uh, person Ri- of merit. Yes. <laughs> Original prankster of the Olympics. That's so good. 1956? Wow. That's pretty damn funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Flaming underwear, too. Unbelievable. What a nice touch. Did you play a lot of sports growing up? Yeah. Were there, is there any sports your like, parents pushed you into that you sucked at or anything like that? Or like a team you thought, oh, I'll be good at baseball, and then... Oops. Baseball's the one. <laughs> Baseball's the one that I wanted to play because my friends were playing it, and I always sucked at it. I never really practiced. I never really cared. I liked running around and catching the ball in the outfield, but I was terrible. One time I I was pitching because I, I had a late birthday. <laughs> this kid sucks. He just runs around in the outfield. Let's make him pitcher. Well, I had a late birthday, <clears throat> which means my last year, I was like young for my class. Mm. All my friends in my class had moved up to the 13-year-old league. And I was still in 12 and under, right? But I was older and bigger than everyone else. So they thought they'd make me pitch. (laughs) And I was terrible. And all I remember is one time almost throwing the ball completely over the backstop when I went to pitch the ball, which is like 30 feet high. I forgot what the... Oh, over the... Oh, the net is called the backstop? Yes, yes, yes. Whoa. So that was... That's nuts. Yeah, I, I'm bad too at that. At, but I wouldn't have done that. <laughs> Maybe I, at 11 I would have though. I just didn't care. I never wanted to play baseball. I never wanted to practice baseball. I like playing wiffle ball now. That's really fun. Or a kickball, sure. Oh yeah, kickball is the best. Kickball is great, but uh, baseball was never for me. What about you? Well, you mentioned kickball. I miss the shit out of dodgeball. Everyone who's an adult talks about dodgeball like, oh, I hated it. You know, what a nightmare. I can't believe they put kids through that. I love dodgeball. Yeah. And if you're scared, I don't know, just uh, get out or drop the ball or something. I don't know. <laughs> would you, you play Would you play dodgeball now if you could? Hell yeah. There's rec leagues everywhere playing dodgeball. Oh, uh, that sounds like a commitment, though. <laughs> <laughs> if someone came up to wow. me and was like, you want to play dodgeball today i'd be like sure okay so like you you go play pickup a dodgeball game but you yeah. wouldn't commit to a full league yeah okay fair enough fair enough that's actually what made me think of that question about uh sports and like growing up because my dad would they didn't my parents didn't well probably mostly my dad just never wanted me to quit so it's like uh too late you, you don't like football at least play through the season, and in between seasons, yeah. maybe you can quit. Yeah, I'm not gonna treat my kid like that. I think I think if you, maybe football is unique because it's so dangerous. I guess. Yeah. But yeah, if your kid <laughs> gets into it and realizes it's not what he expected, let him quit. Football for sure. I think you should never let your kid play football to begin with. Actually, honestly. yeah. <laughs> I love football. I loved it growing up, and I miss it sort of. But, yeah, if and when I have a kid, I'm going to discourage that for sure. I mean, if they really want to, but I'm going I'm to let them know, like, yeah, you're going to permanently damage your body probably. Yeah, yeah. My dad and my, my parents would not let me play football. My dad permanently fucked up his knee playing football in high school. And it was never the same. And so they did not let me play football at all, even though I really wanted to. Whoa. Um, and so I would play like soccer instead um, <clears throat> in high school. We didn't, I never tried to play in like junior high or anything like that. But, you know, I'm a pretty big guy. I probably would have been pretty good at football. But, um, yeah, not allowed. Just uh, in the cleat shin kicking league of soccer. That's right. Where you famously shattered your knee. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I did break my hand playing soccer. But uh, that's it. But, um, yeah, other than that, though, I think it's good. I think you make your kid makes a commitment to something. You got to have them see it through. 
sometimes kids hate something right away and they want to get out of it. And then they play like three more times and realize, oh, wait, actually, this is the best, you know? Yeah, I think there's maybe something in between where I would discourage the quitting. But it's like sometimes it's like the sunken cost fallacy. Oh, I already spent a thousand dollars on this car that keeps breaking. So I'm going to keep fixing it. Before you know it, you spent $30,000 on a shit car, you know. How is that the same to this other analogy? <laughs> <laughs> so it's How like uh, an analogy. I'm going to try gymnastics. And then first day you're like, oh, this sucks. But you know what? I'm committed. And by the end of the season, your life is miserable. You've just wasted all your time being in something you don't want to do. I don't know. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I guess I guess I could see that. I guess I could see that, but then you're like, all right, well then next time maybe I'll be a little bit more, uh, think a little bit harder about committing to something to make sure I don't want to do it first because you don't want someone, you don't want to raise a kid who's just going to commit and bounce every to everything. You know what I mean? You need to be able to have someone, uh, stay true to their word. Yeah. Cause your word is your bond, Logan. Your word is your bond. <laughs> I don't know, it just seems like All you got as a man is your word and your balls. <laughs> the Scarface? <laughs> yeah. Wow. In honor of <laughs> That was great. In honor the of the third movie I ever watched. Really? No. <laughs> no, because we hey, sorry, go ahead. Al Pacino. I don't know if you saw the news about him. Welcoming another child into this world. Oh no. <laughs> yep, him and his 29-year-old girlfriend. Um she is very pregnant now and she's Whoa. due any day with Mr. Pacino Jr., his fourth kid. Wow, he's kooky now. His oldest kid is 33. His girlfriend's 29. And he's going to welcome another child into this world and I'm so excited. What a dream for Al. I'm sure he's over the moon. <laughs> right. He's 82 or 83. He's just right around Joe Biden's age. And mental capacity. <laughs> yes, exactly. Exactly. He's sharp as a tack. <laughs> right. He could run the country. <laughs> oh, man. Isn't that cool? It's pretty crazy. I don't know. No cap. Whoa, look <laughs> at you. I don't know if I think that's like, you know, I think the part part of the allure of being a star for a lot of men is that, ooh, you can sex women all the time. And that seems really cool even up until you're maybe in your 60s. But when you're in your 80s and you're dating a 30 year old not even yet a 30 year old someone who's over 50 years younger than you is that still cool is it even enjoyable right yeah that's i could i don't think i could do it that's weird it can't be safe for al pacino to be having sex I don't want a woman to ever look at me, even for a second, like, <laughs> like oh, oh. and then go back to smiling and pretending she's enjoying herself. It's like, ugh. yeah, I in a perfect world, they fell in love and they are deeply in love with each other. And if that is the case, which I think is highly unlikely, I am all for it. You of course. Know? Yeah. And maybe he delivers her mind boggling orgasms and she does the same for him she, he he has her <laughs> squ squirting like a fire hose and she has him uh she sucks him dry uh obviously vaginally that's how she got that's how pregnancy works anyone curious at home sorry yeah. This podcast might get banned in Florida now. Yeah, if you're missing sex. The, the sex ed books, the vagina sucks your come out. Right, right. It but also shoots teeth. out. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> but it also shoots out. There's an outer, um, like a fountain. So it shoots out water, kind of like a Bellagio fountain. So it shoots out water. 
if you're uh, um, playing music, it can sync up to the music or to the <laughs> pound. <laughs> anyway, Al Pacino's pregnant. <laughs> I mean, he's not, he can't get pregnant. I don't know what I'm saying. I went too far and I, gr- I was embarrassed myself by saying pounding. Yeah. Al Pacino, for one thing's for sure, if he, in this perfect scenario where he's, um, she's having the sex of her life. Al Pacino's a dynamo with his tongue or whatever. Um, and they are having sex. There's no way he's pounding. That can't be safe. Al, if you're out there and you're pounding, stop it. You need a slow, sensual, slow wind. As Baby Shan would say. I don't know. I think it's more natural for him to just be like, hua, hua. <laughs> I don't. I think that's his natural instincts, but that's when he's on, when he's on camera, I guess. Right, right. Well, I just don't think it's safe physically for him to do it. Now, I'm not a doctor, but when it comes to what I know about 82 year olds, it seems like really um, doing the horizontal limbo. <laughs> Wait, does that work? No, the, the limbo bomb. is horizontal. <laughs> I only play limbo vertically. Oh, okay. You stick the pole up and it's like, can you walk <laughs> to the side it? of it? Yeah. Oh, Christ. Anyway, congratulations, Al. That's not why I became... I mean, I came out here hoping I would le- have a legacy and I'd be famous. At, but now... A legacy in the bedroom... A no. leg to see or a leg of see? Mm. I was hoping to see a leg. <laughs> Ugh. Thank you for uh, laughing. You <laughs> dog. You dirty dog. I don't care about my legacy. All I care is about getting a leg to see. <laughs> I just wanted to be remembered, though. I didn't do it to get laid, but. I'll uh, remember you. Yeah, but you'll die before I do. (laughs) I have it planned out. As as I'm older, though, it's like being famous has lost a lot of its appeal. Yeah, I really. I say them to a microphone, (laughs) but it's true. No, I agree with you. I don't want to be famous anymore. (laughs) No, not really. I mean, I still want to be creative and be an artist. I guess that's part of what this is, and it is still about leaving a legacy of like opinions and stuff, and. Yeah. Funny shit people can check out if they want to know about us, but I want I don't want to uh I don't want to be president anymore. Famous. I just want to see some game tits. <laughs> I just want to see some gayness. <laughs> gayness. All right, save it for light year, you freak. <laughs> <laughs> no, I am okay with everyone just to be clear in the last minute of this podcast after everyone's probably tuned out. I'm okay with any sort of gay stuff going on (laughs) or lesbian or any type of anything. Uh, Give anyone, everyone representation in some way, shape or form. There's great movies about gay stuff. There's bad movies about gay stuff is how it should be. There's good movies about, with minorities in it and there's bad movies with minorities in it every movie with someone who's not cis white straight doesn't have to be good that's an unrealistic standard for movies that was hilarious (laughs) movies in general are gonna be bad like i knew that's true do know you were talking about like you know like that um Cleopatra movie that came out on Rotten to- on Netflix it was like zero percent Rotten Tomatoes and and like I didn't bring that up but but yeah it's kind of the same it's the same thing and that one thing. was like oh because it's black and it's like no just because it sucks and actually it is because she's black because it's a historical documentary oh it is and, I don't I don't know anything about and it, so her I being black was like an speak urban loudly about it <laughs> her being black was like an urban legend that the executive producers went with, but it's, she was Greek. (laughs) Ah, so 
and because it's labeled a documentary, you mean like Giannis Antetokounmpo. Yeah, black Greek basketball player. Oh, oh no, I didn't know. No, but I mean, I actually agree with that. They that race swapping was bad, but I well, mean, they they're free to do it. But like, I didn't like when I watch uh, stuff about ancient Egypt and everyone's white or like right. uh, ex- Exodus movies. There's a million of them about Moses and everyone's white. American has a watch on and shit. It's like, <laughs> no, nah, I don't, you know, I want to see, I guess that's not really historical as you know, the same, right. you know, that's more like a myth. Right. Oh man. Everything's controversial. <laughs> Everything I'm trying to bring up. It's like, Oh shit. I get but what yeah, you're saying. It's true though. Yeah, yeah, the word of God is true. <laughs> no, that's anyway, what, what else? <laughs> <laughs> I think all everything that um, God said that was written down um, <laughs> by God, I guess, or you know, white men is true. <laughs> no white men. King the white John, men were involved. King John's Bible, King James, whoever he is. There's some king, British king, who wrote a Bible. Yeah, but that's translated from uh, Arabic. Yeah, loosely. They took some uh, liberties with their translation. I'm sure it wasn't direct. Um. Well, okay. <laughs> I know for a fact. That in the original Arabic Bible, that all right. I guess it's time for comics. The day Cornell needs to. I need to restart I really, Cornell. I really painted. Myself. I need to unplug and plug him back in. Holy shit! I was like, wait a second. I've really painted myself into a corner here. <laughs> <laughs> what can I say here that's totally okay? <laughs> nothing. <laughs> nothing. 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 There should be ma- more gay kissing in the Bible. I agree. I'll say that. I agree. Talking about the ultimate race swap, Jesus freaking Christ. He well, that, was Chinese. Yeah, exactly. He's depicted in, he's as a, all races. He's a Chinese mermaid. He was Jewish, but uh, in Revelation, it does describe a black guy. I see yeah. why people think he was black. I mean, well, because he was in, uh, what, Pakistan or something like that? Uh, no, he was in Israel. What do you mean? <laughs> mm. Or Judea. Oh, well, maybe that's where, where Noah was in Pakistan. I don't know. I don't know shit about what I'm talking about. It's all... I just know he's born in Jerusalem and he's from Nazareth, which I think is also in Israel, but I don't know. How is he from Nazareth if he's born in Jerusalem? Because the Caesar of Rome had a, what's it called? uh, Pizza pizza? Every 10 years in the the United States, you list how many people live in your house. What's that called? Census. Yeah, there was a census and all the Jewish people had to go to Jerusalem to take their census or whatever. And that's why Mary and Joseph were like there. And that's why there were no hotels and they had to stay in a barn, which is a barn, by the way. I don't know why they call it a manger. <laughs> I'm unclear. Do you know what a manger is? I think the manger is just the thing that the baby was born in, but I still don't know what that's for. Feeding goats. What is that thing? I don't know. I don't know. Anyway. Yeah, I don't know, but you know, uh, uh, who were those people? How was God okay with those people who were staying in the hotels? Just like, oh, this woman's pregnant and about to give birth. <laughs> nah, sorry, I made a reservation. All right, have you seen my uh, hotels dot com? I put a bid in on Priceline, so I think I'm staying here. Thank you very much. Yeah, that is true. So God's like, yeah. They got it. They got the reservation. Should have planned ahead, you stupid, dumb bitch. <laughs> I guess. I guess there were no good Samaritans in Jerusalem back then. Yeah, you think God would maybe like, oh, hey, you know what? I'm just gonna smite that guy and kill him right now, and give uh, that woman I knocked up a hotel room. 
I mean, the real answer is I think Jesus's story was based on a Egyptian myth of a similar guy. So I don't know. Maybe that old myth was all, that guy was also born in a manger. I don't know. Oh, an Egyptian manger. I think sure. they only had pyramids. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's take the camels back to the pyramid. All right, let's do comics now. Yeah. <laughs> now that we've dispelled a lot of rumors and you can confirm um, we are going to be selling our own Bibles that are 100% even truer to the Word of God than anything ever written before. All right, so I'm up first because my comic freaking won last week. Hell yeah. And that is the wonderful and hilarious Frank and Ernest, everybody. Frank and Ernest by Thaves, a one-named author, a lot like Plato, Socrates, Jesus, when he, after he dropped the Christ, <laughs> when he wrote the Bible. Okay. So, in this one, one panel, uh, either Frank or Ernest, I don't know which one's which. They're just sitting there talking to each other. And they look stupid. Um, and one has a, is holding a book that says, The Book of Weird Weather Events. And Frank, I'm just going to call him Frank. Frank says, A tornado once destroyed apple orchards planted by 500 South Asian farmers. And Ernest goes, Oh, the Indian apple-less 500. <laughs> wow. <sighs> Uh, I better win now. Holy right. crap. Left. Yeah, I can tell. This is from Wizard of Id. Oof. Oof. This guy is in a fortune teller's office or whatever. <laughs> He's, it's him on one side of a table, fortune teller on the other side, and a crystal ball in the middle. And he says... Can you talk to my dear departed wife? Very well. And then the uh, source, or what's her, the fortune teller goes, yeah. And he goes, oh no, what? And she goes, sorry, I had the front facing camera on. (laughs) (laughs) All right. She wins. All right. Wizard of it. Very good. Very good. Give it up to Wizard of Id. This week's champion, Frank and Ernest, your run was short but mighty, just like Logan in the bedroom. (laughs) Mighty. Except the mighty part. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) Tune in next week to see who wins, Wizard of Id, or will a new champion emerge? Until then, keep listening. Keep laughing. And And keep keep stripping. stripping.